Find me, gag me, take me to the bunny ranch. People dying, kill me in the packing house. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of the Bunny Ears Podcast. Merry Christmas! Uh, so, um, what I did last night was I, uh, I played a little Mad Libs with everybody on my Twitter account and called it Mac Libs. <laughs> um, but yes, I asked you guys for nouns, verbs, adjectives, adverbs, etc. And, um, what we did was we mashed them all together and, uh, we did the night before Christmas with uh, all of your suggestions. So I am actually, I have not read this thing before. So you guys are going to hear it live on this very special edition of the Bunny Ears Podcast. And um, yeah, uh, without further ado, hold on, let me, let me light this thing. Okay, without further ado, I'm going to read the night before Christmas with all of your suggestions. I hope I don't mess this up. Okay. Here we go. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the love shack not a creature was stirring not even a fuck weasel. The cump buckets were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that Devin Sawa soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of Gary Busey danced in their heads. And Mama, in her dirty britches, and I in my jockstrap, had just settled our brains for a long winter's shat. When out on the lawn there arose such a butt-stuff, I sprang from my bed to see what was in my poop. <laughs> away to the window I flew like a potato salad, tore away the shutters, and threw up my balls. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen mayonnaise gave the luster of cocaine to the objects below. What did my wandering weenus did appear? A miniature sleigh and eight tiny fuck weasels. Hmm, there's two fuck weasels in this. With a little old driver, so quickly and quick, I knew in a moment it must be John Stamos. More rapid than a platypussies, his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Bono, now Travolta, now Ron Jeremy and Pesci, on McCulkin, on Lizzo, on Dunder and Mifflin. Uh, to the top of the sex swing, to the top of the fuck nook, now masturbate away, masturbate away, masturbate away all. As leave that before the wild hurricane splooshed, when they meet with the obstacle, mount to the fuck balls. So up the housetop, the coursers they flew, with the emu full of emotions, and St. Nicholas Cage too. And then in a twinkling, I heard on the roof, the coming and swallowing of each little hoof. I had drew my head, and was turning around. Down the chimney, Rose McGowan came, with a goat. Uh, she was dressed all in banana hammocks, from her head to her dick. And her clothes were all tarnished with ashes and my wife's boyfriend. A bundle of fedoras 
she had flung on her back. And she looked like a peddler just opening her butt cheeks. His eyes, how they twinkled. His dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses. His nose, like a cock-shaped birthday cake. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow. The, and the beard on his chin was as white as a Donald Trump rally. <laughs> the stump of a vape pen he held tight in his teeth, and the dopeness it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round cock ring that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of more bowls. <laughs> he was fertile and moist, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of the Me Too movement. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know that I had nothing in my butt. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his twerk and filled all the condoms, then turned with a jerk. And laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a snort up the chimney he rose, he sprang to his Volkswagen, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him explain, ere he drove out of sight, Fuck you to all, and eat my balls. Good night. Oh, Merry Christmas, y'all. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you in the new year. Alright, peace. actually a real number if it was fake but I guess it's real so um yeah really really related to that video it, it very resonated with um my childhood obsession with Macaulay Culkin that I have since recovered from but um I was oddly obsessed with Mac when I was um a kid and uh yeah uh, thankfully, I, I recovered, and I have now reintegrated myself into normal society, although I still know um, way too much, way too much. I still know um, too much about, about Macaulay Culkin. Random facts kind of freaks my friends out sometimes, but I've mostly recovered. So um, thank you for raising awareness about this condition. Bye. Affleck's the bomb and phantoms, yo. Look what you did, you little jerk.
My son is suffering from colchomania. Every time he gets in trouble, he wants to leave. He's trying to sell himself in the front yard so he can go to New York. Can you talk him out of this? It's crazy. Hey, Peter Avalon totally stole your wrestling gimmick. When are you going to kick his ass? Okay, thanks. Um, hello. This is Laura. And I just wanted to say that I had no idea you had a podcast. I had no idea of any of this. And I listened to the Lizzo episode. And lucky me, I had just gotten done watching Dollface. So you're talking about your lady friend and how she's an actress and where she's from and all of this. And I'm like, hold up. Is it Brenda's song? And lo and behold, there's precious Brenda at the end of the episode talking about <laughs> your experience at Lizzo. And I just got to say, I love that so much. I'm so happy that y'all have this cute life together. It sounds great. And, uh, yeah, fuck you. Nicole, I love you. I got Cocomania. It's my birthday. Please air this. Bye. Love you. Bye. Find me, gag me, take me to the bunny ranch. You are freaking lumberjack! Oh my god. Let's